Hey, 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 this is 5-Hole Fantasy Hockey. I'm Zach. Today, with me, Mike Rogerson. You there. Today, we're going to be talking about the week preview. Talk about this last week a little bit. We're without TJ today. He's uh, he's he's at training. Let's wish him luck. We love you, TJ. But uh, we got hockey to talk about. First things first, you can find us at FHF Hockey on Twitter. Send us a twister. And get a hold of us that way. But the Discord is the place to be. Raj, I think you would agree. Like, there are literally thousands of people in the Discord who want to talk about anything from what you had for dinner to what you think about Ilya Samsonov and him going down today. Raj, how was your day? I'm excited to be off work personally. It's the last day of my work week, so I have off tomorrow. And I'm going to watch football. Me too, but zero football. I don't give a shit about football. I do. I like me some Americanish foosball. Yeah, no, no. It's uh, I'd rather watch that Home Shopping Network if I wanted to see that many ads. Uh, we can just move right into hockey then. Let's start out with injuries. Let's get them out of the way. All these hurt players, dude. The entry list started out like decently small when I originally wrote this, and then all of a sudden, you know, some big names went down today. Kind of sucks. Jared McCann, he was held out of Thursday uh, for nothing shellacking, which saw Marc-Andre Fleury let in some weird goals. You know what I mean? He just really seems off this year. Like there was that one that it got like tipped up in the air and it just somehow got past him. I don't know what to think. I don't. I don't know what to think because they should be much better than they are. And so is, you know, Fleury. So I don't know where we're going with that one, but... Man, it, it it's hard to kind of sell low. It, like you would be selling so low on Flurry right now. It would suck if you had if you felt like you had to do that. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's much as it hurts. It's kind of the similar situation to De- him and Demko, right? Where it's just like you you can't let him go. You can't. Well, you definitely can't let Demko go, and that's because you had to pay up to draft Demko to even have him on your team. You had to pay for him. At least Flurry was kind of like a player that somewhat dropped. You know what I mean? As far as that goes, I'm not as attached to Marc-Andre Flurry as I am to Thatcher Demko. And I'm sure you would agree with that. Uh, well, yeah. But I mean, I think it's just lucky that Flurry fell that far. He's he's equally as good and Minnesota should be good. Uh, I, yeah, if anybody's dropping Marc-Andre Fleury, I think you're crazy. Agreed. Okay, well, you know what? Let's stick with some goalies. Let's knock these goalies out. Start off with them. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood, he left the game for the Devils, which saw Vanacek take over in net. And that was actually the game that the Devils came back, scored two goals in seven seconds. You know, big-time win against the Oilers. Blackwood so far has an 880 and a 279. So I don't know that he's really going to be missed when... You're looking at a Vitek Vanacek who, 
And Blackwood still has a good record, but that's also because the Devils are scoring more goals on average than he's letting in. That's because the Devils score plus, you know, three plus goals a game. He's letting in under three goals, so he's still winning games. Vitek Vanacek, though, four and one record. He has a 9-11 and a 2-0-6. That looks a lot sexier, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure, but uh, I'm just waiting for the the wheels to fall off of Jersey. They've been just playing way Dude, I like good. their offense. I like it, but it's not this good. It's not this good. Too good to be true. The devils are sneaky deep, and if you don't think that, you're wrong. <laughs> like, Call me in a month. I'm not saying they have a whole bunch of superstars. Like, Good. You know, but I don't know. They got a bunch of good players, like good NHLers up and down that lineup that other teams don't have that are so fucking top heavy where they have, you know, a top line, uh, you know, one or two decent guys on the second line and then a bunch of bullshit. So, no, I do actually believe in the New Jersey Devils and I fucking hate myself for saying that because I'm a Philly fan. I'm also a Toronto fan and Ilya Samsonov left the game today with a knee injury. Shogren took over and is actually winning. He's actually winning right now against the Bruins, or at least he was when I looked at it. They were winning two to one, and he had stopped seven shots thus far. Um, that would be a big win, actually. I, I feel like that would be a big confidence booster for the rest of the team, Shogren, and Toronto fans in general. They did get the win two one. So hey. So yeah, I believe it's still Samsonov's win, but um but Shogren did get uh, a few saves. I think he finished with 7. Yeah, that's right. Cool. Good for him then. No goals, 7 shots. That's good because he's lost his previous 3 uh starts for Toronto, so Yeah, it happens. Dude, I'm actually really worried about uh that whole mishap. Like I've been saying all year before this even happened, their moves to get like with the goalies in general have been such bullshit, man. Like they're such a great team and they're such like cup contenders every year. But all of this, you know, random fucking goalie play, they had Jack Campbell moved on from him, which I get it. A lot of people didn't think that he was the answer, but man, they just have been muddled in bullshit. I miss Toronto Freddie. I miss Freddie Anderson, man. It's a problem with the D, really, I think. I don't know. I mean, they've even when they had Freddie, they've just there's always been something missing there. Obviously they got the offense, but um there hasn't really been any goalie in a oh, long, long, long time that's made a a difference there. I'm just looking at the Leafs lineup right now. There are a few, you know, what, five guys over point per game right now, so they're still getting their offense. But yeah, it's just a matter of uh I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe it will. This will be if they have to run a couple of games. Like Shalgren was supposed to play tomorrow, so maybe if they have to go a game or two with him, maybe that's kind of the jolt they need to like buckle down and and start playing some better all around hockey because uh, they need something. Okay, I'm going to read some names off for you. We're looking at you know Jack Campbell, Michael Hutchinson. Remember that, David Riddick. <laughs> Aaron Dell, he was on uh, when he was there for a little bit. Joseph Wall, Benny Vevelinen, and then the muddled BS that they have going now. I haven't even gone that far back. Casimir Kaskiswo. That takes you back, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> like, seriously. 
this is uh they need to get their shit together. I'm disgusted at the way that they put their goalies together. I don't like it. They're screwing up their chances to win a cup. All right, yep. moving on. <clears throat> Nick Paul, he left the game against the Canes with an undisclosed. Uh, now, the Lightning did lose in a shutout, but Nick Paul has not been doing bad, dude. Three goals, four assists in 11 games, at over a block per game, and just under two hits per game. He's a solid streamer whenever he's healthy. You know what I mean? I actually like the way that Nick Paul has been playing this year and really under the radar on a you know fantastic team like the Lightning. For sure. He's all around too, right? He's a bit of everything, like you're saying there. And Tampa Bay is Tampa Bay's Tampa Bay. They're obviously like the best team in the last decade. And they always seem to find the, that guy, right? That's the one thing Tampa Bay's management has been super good at. They've had, you know, obviously one of the best goalies, one of the best defensemen, and then one of the best top three forwards. But they always manage to find like a Nick Paul um, or a Blake Coleman, you know, that's always that second, third line guy. I don't know what it is, but it's Nick Paul right now. I like it. That's why I thought the um, the Brandon Hagel trade was going to work out so well, because I thought that he was going to be that guy. All right, moving on. Your boy, Rasmus Dahlin, he's day-to-day. He didn't play today versus the Lightning. And I wonder if it was because he was in a fight in his last game versus the Canes. wonder if that has anything to do with it. Man, he's still playing good. He had a great game late. Like, he's just been stacking up these great games. At some point in time, you're going to have to pay the piper. Jakob Vercek, he did not play today. Upper body injury. And Dmitry Orlov, questionable to return. I don't believe he did, which sucks because I was going to be talking about him coming up here. I might still talk about him anyway. That is all for injuries. Oh, and Jake Gensel, he came back today. He was, he did have an illness. He missed practice uh, on Friday, but he came back, had a goal, an assist, two hits tonight. So he came back with a vengeance. What else do we got going on? Johnny Taze. Johnny Taze has been doing fucking awesome. He has five goals and two assists in his last seven games. And he's just like, it's just like a goal, 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 goal. Like, I don't understand. I mean... Yeah, he's obviously an incredibly talented player historically, but I'm not too interested, especially given their schedule next week where they only play two games on heavy nights on Thursday and Saturday. He has a 33% shooting percentage. <laughs> yeah, that may come down. And 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 get this. So not only does he has a thir- does he have a 33% shooting percentage, but he's only taken two shots on goal per game. You know what I mean? It, at least if you're taking like, be like, this guy's taking five or six shots every game. Like, okay, at least, you know, he has other chances to score, but not if he's scoring and still only shooting twice. Yeah. And I mean, he's not playing with Kane. Like he's not playing alongside Kane. So I'm just good on him for doing well, but I'm not investing in his near future. Like I said, their schedule sucks next week. Probably the worst schedule in the league, so I'm not not into it. All right, so Jeremy Swayman, he's been on the injury list, but it looks like he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Allmark already is on a six-game win streak. You know what? No, they would have lost today, and I believe Allmark played. Did he not? I mean, so he lost, but he had a 928. That'll go really well with a 929 save percentage, you know, that he already has, and then a 217. I like Linus Allmark. Like, how can you not? But we'll see what's going to happen with uh, Swayman being out. Is Linus, Linus Allmark really going to, like, take the reins? I'm thinking maybe so. Tuesday trend's coming up. 
hit us up with anything uh, you got as far as hot and cold players. Feels like every everyone is either really hot or really cold right now. And sure, I'd love to talk about Gabe Velarde more. Victor Olofsson. Okay, previous week standout performers. Who you got? You got you got quite a few. Yeah, well, there's a few and a couple unexpected and a couple that are sort of out of out of reach. But there's a couple that you're actually pick up a bowl. One, I know you've got some comments on later, so I won't dive into it too much. But it's pretty much the Islanders. I talked about it on the uh, weekend preview when you guys left me all alone. I was alone. I was all by myself. No one was looking. I was thinking of you. Uh, but the Islanders uh, have been scoring. It's weird. Like, well, I'm not sure when the last time was that we had talked about the Islanders as an offensive threat. But Brock Nelson, Anders Lee being the main ones, um, 59% and 47% owned. Uh, so they're available. Uh, both of them four and five points last week, a couple power play points. So. I really like the Islanders, as weird as that is. They got shut out. They got shut out by the by the Red Wings today, by the way. Yes, they did. Dominic Kubalik had two more points. He had a goal and an assist. I know he's top 20 right now. I'll just rip through a few because I did have a long list here. So uh, Hampus Lindholm, even though he's 85% rostered, so you're probably not going to get him, but I'm just, uh, he had a really good week, six points, three hits, five blocks in two games. I'm telling you, he is so happy to be out of Anaheim. Like, oh man, he is just thriving. He's thriving on a good team. Like, and he looks like an amazing player on a good team. McAvoy being out, he's kind of the guy. So he's, yeah, he's getting all the attention and he's really, he's into it. Miles Wood has been an excellent player lately. Seven points, 20 hits in the last four games. You're getting almost two points a game and five hits a game out of Miles Wood right now. Uh, and like we were talking about with Jersey earlier, they've just been on a really, really crazy hot streak for most of the season, and everybody's starting to get in on it. And Miles Wood is very available and good banger. I wouldn't c- consider him a long-term hold at all, but just for somebody to maybe pick up. But I definitely had a great last week. And finally, just because I have to bring it up, but Horvat has six goals in his last four games, 18 shots. So who'd have thunk it? He's doing incredible right now. And uh, he's actually, he's not 100% owned. He's only around 80% rostered right now, which you might as well take a look. But I like those ones, uh, especially, I mean, Hampus Limhom, he he is doing so fantastic, but he's going to be hard to get. If he's owned, if he's not owned, though, I mean, I don't see why he wouldn't. I'm going to keep on this Nietzsche's train. Can't help it. He has six more points this past week, and that's just in three games. They still have another game coming up tomorrow against the Leafs. Today, you know, it's it's Saturday night tonight, um, so this comes out on Sunday. And, you know, he has three points last game. He had a goal and two and assist last game. Like, he is consistently one, two, or three star of the game. Like, on every win, I believe, he has been at least a one, two, or third star. 17 points in 11 games so far this season. Victor Olafson was super decent. He had three goals. So, I don't know what all this Golafson hater business is. Tips of the week, Raj. Going into tips of the week. What is your number one? tip of the week or do you want me to go first 
Well, I think I want you to go first because basically it's there's only one. There's only one possible one. So you go you go first and I'll I'll piggyback you. It's a fact. There's one tip of the week, and that is the caps have a perfect schedule. Like that is the number one tip of the week. Caps. Caps, caps, caps. Load up on that. You don't get perfect schedules all the time. You know what I mean? You'll get a few throughout the year. And you have to take advantage of him. And, 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 you know, what we call a perfect schedule, obviously, is they play four games all off nights. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Because having those Friday, Sunday games at the end of the week, man, they are so important. Man, they are so important. So load up on caps, people. Yeah, and as you're going to talk about in a second here at the schedule breakdown, they're true off nights as well. They're not those kind of kind of close to off nights like they are slim pickings nights. So um, there's a couple of things I just wanted to bring up about the games because as you were mentioning before we got on here, they are it's a tough it's a tough four games. Pittsburgh, Edmonton, Tampa. So they're all high scoring teams, all really teams that are doing pretty well. So there is that. So the goalie situation would be rough. Uh, but I wouldn't be too too worried about that. But what you could do is there's two two kind of ways to look at it. One is like Pittsburgh, Edmonton, and Tampa. There's going to be a lot of shots. So you're bound to pick up a lot of blocks. So that's something in particular I've been taking advantage of. It's also easier to get than high-end scorers, but... Loading up on peripherals is actually going to work out pretty good because, like I said, all three of those teams, you got Crosby, you got Kucherov, and you got McDavid coming through. So there's going to be a lot of shot attempts. So that can be something to look for. And the other thing is don't get too scared off on offense if you can find it just because all three of those teams are in the bottom third in goals allowed. So so even though those are great teams who are winning and scoring, they're not necessarily stopping goals going the other way. So it's going to be a great schedule of for basically every kind of stat. Okay, so I think that that's just cut and dry. It really is. Load up on your Caps players. Uh, what sucks is, oh, man, like Dmitry Orlov. Man, I would like. I thought that he was a really good pickup this week. I'm, I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on whether he's coming back or not, uh, because he is one of those guys that you're looking for. Um, and I think our banger suggestions are going to be also heavily favoring the Caps as well. So, because there is definitely mm-hmm. gold in them, their hills as far as uh, bangs and hits and shit. So, um, all right, let's take a look at the actual schedule itself. Uh, Monday, you're looking at three games. Super light. Like you said, these light days are light. Except for Sunday, you have six. But Monday, you have three games. Tuesday, 11. Wednesday, four games. Thursday, 10 games. Friday, four games. Saturday, 13 games. Then Sunday, you have six games. What you're looking for are those four-game teams. You know, those four-game teams. So, obviously, you have four off nights in Washington. Your second-best schedule, like... Super above everybody else is Minnesota. Minnesota has three off nights and four Mm -hmm. games. I I actually do like Minnesota's schedule on top of the fact that I like who they're fucking playing. They need some wins. So they're playing L.A. They're playing Anaheim. They're playing, you know, a surprising Seattle team. But then at the end of the week, they're playing the friggin Sharks. Man, I, I, I like these. I like these games. Um, okay, so you also have 
four games, two off nights. You're looking at your Vancouver squad and Boston. Oddly enough, like there are players on Boston that are definitely pick upable that are scoring points and, you know, getting hits and all sorts of stuff. So I actually always like Boston players. And then there is a ton of four game played teams with one off night, which aren't very great because then, you know, they're already playing on the heavy nights, only one off night. And that is St. Louis, Philadelphia, the New York Rangers, the New York Islanders. Edmonton, Calgary, and Arizona. And I'm not picking up anyone from Arizona anyway. Like we said, best schedule, Washington Capitals, easy, hands down. Next is the Wild. Um, As far as bad schedules go, two games played, like only have two games. Both of them are on heavy nights. You're looking at Chicago. They got a shit schedule. Colorado and uh, Columbus, again, obviously are only playing two games. But that's because they're coming back from Finland. So, like, two weeks in a row, they got shitty weeks where they're only playing two days. Um, That sucks. And then Anaheim and Florida have only two games, but at least one of their games is on an off night. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, Okay. So, I want to take a look at... I I always like to... I like this part of the, the end of the week where you where we talk about, you know, players that you're dropping or players that you're picking up or holding or et cetera. Why don't you start us off here? Who are, are you, are you picking anyone up, holding, you dropping anyone? Well, uh, I'm, (laughs) I've said the same person probably every single episode so far, and it's still Travis Konechny. Um, he's 57, 59% rostered now um so still very very good chance he's available in you know right around half a leagues but i mean he's over a point per game still he's over a hit per game he's three shots a game or more he's leading the team in power play points he's leading the team in penalty minutes uh he's a block a game he's playing over 20 minutes tortorella obviously loves him he's basically his favorite player like i predicted he would be and uh, it's just going off excellently, and the fantasy world is really slow to pick up on it. Uh, so, yeah, I'd say if he's still around and in, in, like I said, half of leagues right now, he's the 29th ranked player in fantasy right now. And he shoots, and he shoots. Yeah. He, he's at he's at well, you know, 3.3 shots a game. Yeah. Um, oddly enough, he only took one shot this past game against uh, against Ottawa. They won, though. He got an assist, but he only took one shot on goal. Usually, this man's out there, like, taking four, five, six shots on goal. Like, I like it. Um, Okay, I'm going to start out with a drop, and I think that this guy should have been dropped last week, and that is Bowen Byram. Bowen Byram is 81% owned. 81% owned. He has one assist in his last five games. Now, that one assist five games ago was on the power play, uh, but he's only given you just a little over a hit per game and well under a block per game. Like, he's not doing the extras. He's hardly getting any points. I'm definitely losing faith here. He only has two games this week and two games last week. This is drop time. He is way too highly owned. Oh, agreed. Yeah, agreed. And the whole thing is, it's like the depth chart, man. There's just no no need for him, like no room for him. He's the third or fourth best defenseman on that team. Yeah. That's hard to justify 81%. Okay, my ad is Vitek Vanacek. With Blackwood being out for a while, I'm looking to take advantage. 
New Jersey is scoring 3.64 goals per game. They are top five. They are tied for fifth. Like I said earlier, he has a 9-11 so far this year, 2.06 goals against. Yeah, I like it. Um, I don't know why people aren't picking him up more. He's just over uh, you know, 50% owned. I think he is my my long-term hold. Because number one, he's better than Blackwood anyway. I'm trying to I'm tr- I'm trying to love again. I'm trying I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I like I said earlier, I fully expect the wheels to fall off there, but uh, you might as well take it while it's happening. Okay, let's move in to some of the most fun parts. Streamer suggestions. Yay. Streamers. I love doing streamers. They're the best part of fantasy hockey. It's just a mix of TJ's numbers and my, hey, I think this guy's going to fucking score today. (laughs) I love just sifting through players and thinking, yeah, I think this guy got it today. Let's go back to back on this one. So you, you throw one out. I'll go next. Well, I just made a change uh, to my number one as I was looking through some numbers here, and and this is fully 100% me eating crow to you specifically is Kuzmenko. A couple weeks ago, about a weekend, we were talking about him as being a letdown and a drop after a strong preseason. He had a really weak start. And I said, I'm dropping him for good and he won't come back. And you actually said, nah, he'll be valuable again. And he is. He 100% is right now. He had a really good game last game. Like, really good. Yeah, he had a hat trick. Two goals or something? Oh, he had a hat trick. Oh, shit. I thought he had two goals. Yeah, he's got six goals in his last five games and a bunch of assists in there, too. So he's at a point per game on the season, but all of those points are in the last five games, basically. So he's really good. He gets zero. He literally has zero hits. So don't worry about that. But three shots a game, like you brought up already, the Canucks do have four games this week and a reasonable schedule. So I'm uh, I'm bringing back Kuzmenko, 30% rostered. Um, Still low. So he is quite possibly there, like probably. So go for Kuzmenko. So I have mine in no particular order, but I'm going to start off with Connor Sheary here. Only 7% owned. I know it might be like a a stretch. I know people might think it's a stretch because it seems like sometimes he is just allergic to points. And what, he only has two assists in his last four games. Doesn't shoot a lot, but I'm just saying they have a great schedule and I feel like Connor Sheary is going to get points. As somebody who is viably on the top line there, I'm looking at Connor Sheary. I think that he's a good pickup uh, for only 7%. I mean, I, I think you're getting a good possibility of getting something out of it in four games and all on these off nights. It's worth it to me. Absolutely. And he does a little bit of hitting too. Like he'll get you a hit and a block a game roughly. So I'm I'm on board for Sheary. And I mean, left wing, right wing is always helpful. I've picked him up a couple of times for this week. Um, I was lucky enough in a couple of leagues to already make my pickups for next week. So I have Sheary right now. Uh, in one particular league. I, I like him. I think being on a line with Ovechkin, you're you're bound to stumble into an assist or two over the weekend. So I'm into that one as well. I, I would have had him on my list if you didn't. But since I didn't, uh, I do have Dylan Strom as, as my next one. Playing on the second line, but he is centering the power play. And that's kind of the magic spot. 
um, is he's setting up Ovechkin. He's got five power play points. Ovechkin's got five power play points. He's centering, and we all know how Washington's power play has worked for the last almost two decades at this point. And now Dylan Strom's the lucky one getting to, to shift it over to Ovi. So I like that. Uh, he's 25% rostered. He's got the center right wing availability so that's very helpful not being just a c and actually this week if it's washington it almost doesn't really matter about dual eligibility because it's all off nights so you're not going to be struggling to to roster guys but i do like dylan strom we've talked every other sentence about washington's schedule being so good but strom has nine points in 12 games um like i said a bunch on the power play so so i'm i'm getting him as much as possible. Um, next seat. Now I had to. I had to scramble. I had to scramble here and and find another player because I had Dmitry Orlov here. If he is coming back, I would have Dmitry Dmitry Orlov as my pick. He's forty eight percent owned. Just in case, I'm going to throw out a secondary name. It's a guy that we talked a little bit about earlier, but that's Brandon Hagel. Brandon Hagel is you know scoring points very well right now. He is playing a part. I don't know. It's something like four or five points in his last five or six, something like that. It's not too shabby. I do like me some Hagel. I think that he can be that guy that we were talking about earlier, just that extra guy on a team with a bunch of fucking superstars that is still going to kind of like an Andres Palat. Like Andres Palat was that role, that specific role that I'm talking about last year. He is not a superstar. But he proved that he could play on a line with superstars. And that's what you need. I think Brandon Hagel can be that guy. Yeah, I like it. I like that pick. By the way, also they played the Capitals, obviously. The, you know, that's their that's their Friday Sunday game. That's the Capitals Friday Sunday game is a home and home against the Capitals. Yeah, like you know, that's high event hockey, so there's gonna be hits and points going both ways i'm sure so yeah i like it now my last pick is a is a two-parter that i've already brought up and i know you're you like these guys a lot as well anders lead brock nelson 59 percent for anders lee 47 percent rostered for brock nelson so they're both available in about half a leagues like like i talked about earlier they're just they are actually scoring it almost won't come out of my mouth it just sounds so weird but uh both of those guys as well as barzell are all over a point per game so far this season getting some power play points which is another islanders oddity the islanders are still rolling their lines so their minutes are are pretty low for for guys like this i mean 16 17 18 minutes for those three guys but they're they're putting up numbers uh, anders lee has the added bonus of like 19 hits so he is also a banger also with the pims so he's probably my favorite of the bunch uh just a left wing uh brock nelson center their schedule's decent. Um, it's not the best of schedules. They have the nice Monday, which is good, the Monday off night. And then they play Rangers the next day on Tuesday. But then they also have Arizona and Columbus. And Columbus has been really struggling. So a lot of chance to get some points against Coyotes and Columbus. And then it also means you can have these guys for that four games, including the off night. And then potentially drop them and get a fifth game by picking somebody else up for Sunday. So, yeah, I, I like those Islanders players for that. I'm big on Andersley. I told you. I, I'm going to let you borrow him. 
All right. I'm going to let you borrow him because he's my guy and I want to back <laughs> at some point in time. But you can borrow him this. You can borrow him this week. My last guy is a guy that I brought up before uh, that we brought up. I mean, t- tons of times, I guess, probably before. But Joel Erickson Eck. Great schedule this week. Four games, three off nights, second best schedule of the week. You got to look Joel Erickson Eck here. He's 55% owned, has taken a full minute up. You know, in time on ice this year, and he's he's taken advantage of it. He has nine points in eleven games, playing fantastic this year. I think Joel Erickson Eck is going to do big things this week. I don't I don't see why not. Four goals, five assists so far, yep. and on a team that's been playing horrible, he is only minus one. Kaprizov is minus five. I know plus and minus doesn't matter to anybody else. It'll keep you on the ice. Well, absolutely. Your coach is going to like that plus minus. So I like him. And he takes a, a, a ton of shots, a ton of shots, almost four shots a game. He takes a lot of shots. He takes a, quite a few faceoffs too, if that matters in your league. So I'm I'm on board with that one, man. A hundred percent. He'll get some hits. He's a, he's a good fantasy pickup all around. I think in, in most leagues at this point. So four shots a game is huge. Just huge. Absolutely. All right. Sort of some banger suggestions. I'm taking, uh, like I said earlier, it's gonna it's gonna be caps heavy. I'm taking Garnet Hathaway, good choice. Garnet Hathaway does a little bit of everything, man. I always like him, and he is great for bangs. Yeah, he does a little bit of everything, but he does a lot of one thing. Um, so I, that's what we're talking about here. He's got 43 hits in 12 games, so good choice. 12 blocks. He had eight hits against Vegas. Eight, eight hits in a block. In one game. And also, same amount of hits, exactly. Uh, Marty Fevs, same amount of hits, basically same amount of blocks, basically the same amount of points. So their stats are really similar. kind of comes down to if you need uh, or if you have space for a D or a right winger or if you can. I mean... Those are two good ones. Those I'm 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 happy. I'm happy with those banger suggestions. I think they're perfect banger suggestions. Because absolutely. I can guarantee you, they're both going to get... <laughs> they are... Like 100%, they're both going to get hits. And they're both oh, yeah. available. So, like, if you need hits this week, you can get them on these off nights. I think it's a good idea. Okay, so let's look at some goalie streams this week. A couple of goalie streams. You know, go through the days. Let's look at Monday, Tuesday. I think we're looking at Dan Fladar here. Uh, he's 6% owned. He's likely to play New Jersey. Now, I understand that I do like New Jersey, too. But... Calgary is still a very good team. I think that's a winnable game, and that's what you're looking at when you're doing these goalie streams. I'm I'm not picking somebody up to not get a win. Um, So I do like Dan Vladar here, very low-owned. I'm staying away from the Blues, Thomas Grice against Philly. I don't care. Uh, You know, the Blues are playing very bad this year. Um, He does have a decent save percentage on the year, uh, but the Blues can't buy a fucking win. So I'm not picking anybody up from the Blues right now. Tuesday, Wednesday. There is not much. It's not much. So we'll kind of go through these guys, and you'll just say no at the end of it, and we'll agree. Uh, Philip Gustafson. No, God! Fair enough. Okay. Montreal and Vancouver on Wednesday. Now, this one could be a maybe, at least. Samuel Montembeau is 6% owned. He's 2-1-1 one, and one with a 9-28. Not bad in a 247. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm I've got Spencer Martin. You're taking Spencer Martin. 
So Spencer Martin, a hundred percent sub nine hundred plus three on the goal against average. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Not even a Jake Allen because they're you know whether it's Jake Allen or Samuel Montenbeau, you know they're both available. No, I know Montenbeau six percent, Jake Allen thirty eight percent. No, not even not even considering that one. I mean, especially I mean when you look at Spencer Martin's numbers, they're pretty skewed uh, because of one really bad game for goals against. And the thing is, dude, roast beef sandwiches will haunt you unless you take Zantac. You look at his previous game, he had a 971, so I'm not too worried about that. Probably going to get the Montreal game, Montreal's week. And the thing about the Montreal goalies, if there's one thing that Vancouver has going for them, it's it's offense. If Vancouver gets the win it's or the loss, either way, it's probably going to be something like a 6-4, 6-5 kind of game. So um, I'm going Spencer Martin for the win. Uh, and the other reason I'm going Spencer Martin is because he's got another one in, later in the week. So so that kind of puts him over the top for me because, like you said, Vancouver does have the two back-to-backs next week. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather go with him, and I'm sure he's going to get one win, maybe two. So, yeah, I, I, I'm going that way with it. Big surprise to everyone, I'm sure. Um, okay, so next up, I think the next one I want to take a look at is... The Hurricanes, Wednesday and Thursday back-to-back, they're at at the Panthers, and then they're back at home against the Oilers. I like anti-Ranta here. I will always say anti-Ranta if the Canes are playing anti-Ranta and they're playing anybody. The Canes can beat anybody. They legit can beat any team. Anti-Ranta is a very good backup. It's a very good goalie in general, and the Canes are a very good team. So, an anti-Ranta that is sub-50% owned at 40%, I'm always going to like and will continue to say so. Uh, Thursday, Friday, I got nobody. I got nobody here. <laughs> there, ain't, there ain't nobody for Thursday, Friday. Uh, the only back-to-back that you're looking at is, what, the Sharks? The Sharks, they're, they're facing the Blues and they're facing the Dallas Stars. If you're picking up someone that's playing the Stars and you're the Sharks... I wish you good luck, my man. I'm going to go nobody. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, for Friday, Saturday, I don't care what anybody says. I am not going to say Casey DeSmith. He is awful. They could be a possibility. If you want to pick up Casey DeSmith, do it and let me know how that goes for you. Please do. Did you know that the Penguins have five losses so far this year? Did you also know that Casey DeSmith is 0, 3, and 1? <laughs> in the four games that he started. Yeah. He's a big part of most of their losses so far this season. Yeah, there is a common denominator there to their shittiness, right? Once you find that exponent, he's the fucking X. He sure is. That's not surprising to any of us, and especially you. I'm on I I, I don't think there's almost any situation where I'm gonna find myself picking up to Smith. I'd rather I'd rather lose the week than find myself him on my roster. You're basically going to lose the week anyways. But, uh, yeah, not into it. Definitely not into it. Is there anybody else that you like for any of those days? Oh, dude, Sunday is that day that you might be really trying to, you know, get lucky and find somebody. I think I found one for you. Hey, I'm TJK. 
Keith Kincaid, if uh, if Jeremy Swayman's going to be out, Keith Kincaid is going to be playing. It's 1% owned. Uh, Boston is an incredibly good team this year. Um, I would take any goalie that's playing for them. Unfortunately, they're playing your Vancouver Canucks. Do you think that Keith Kincaid can beat your Canucks? Because I'm not going to lie, Raj. I do. Uh, the numbers would point to that. I'm going to have to say that uh, Boston has probably got the edge on paper. Having said that, that's exactly the kind of way that it doesn't go. They're just, it's the 2022 equation, right? If it's, it, but you're right. Like it's so obviously should be hands down a Boston win, which means it probably won't be. So the only reason I would say that is just out of ridiculousness. But uh, yeah, Boston's been, Boston's been pretty, pretty great so far. Pasternak's just been a, a force, as has Marshawn since coming back. So they've all been, they've all been very good. But yeah, so uh, I would be down to pick up. Boston's goalie, whoever it might be. You're obviously not going to get Olmark. If he's playing, sure. Why not? Keith Kincaid is going to save the world. I'm going to stick with, I mean, I think Antti Ranta is my main goalie streamer this week. Um, He's on a fantastic team, and he is a really good goalie. So if he is playing, I'm always down to pick him up, and he is sub 50%. Yeah, well, I've we've already talked about mine as well. I'm going. I'd go Spencer Martin. He's got two back to backs. He's basically zero percent rostered, so he's going to get you, you know, twice as many saves in one pickup. Good chance they're going to win one of the two games. Um, so he's going to get you volume, and uh, either way, in, in one pickup, you're going to get uh, two chances at it. So, so I like that. All right, Raj, this is where we got to earn this zero dollar paycheck. We got to put our money where our mouth is streamer picks of the week like i said i'm 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 happy about my last two i had dawson barser two weeks ago he ended up having a great week and i had victor olofsson he had three goals i'm happy about that we've been doing pretty good with these streamer picks of the week i say we keep it going i'm taking joel erickson Eck here it's only 55 55 owned like i said and he has been on a tear he has been on a tear. He is going to continue to be on a tear. He has a fantastic schedule this week. Not only does he play crappy teams, but they are on off nights. I am in for all of this. I am in for Jeek. Yeah, I like it 100%, uh, 100% on board with that. Um, and I'm going to go with Strom uh, on Washington uh he's just he's been putting i was gonna say which strong yeah he's been putting up the numbers he's got the schedule uh as we've talked about he's got the dual eligibility he's got the ov he's got uh a bunch of things going for him he's got the OV. so yeah and the best thing is four off nights having the ov is a big part it's a huge part yeah so i'm going i'm going with strom as my uh as my top guy okay dude it was fun week preview I know that's it. that was a that was a that was a pretty pretty decent sized episode there. Got a lot of guys in. Just to recap things, a hundred percent. It's the Caps and the Wild that have the best schedules. They're what you're looking for. This perfect schedule doesn't happen often. Take advantage of it. Hopefully, the Caps do also. And in these high intensity games against these really good teams, hopefully there is a lot of goals. And I definitely think that you know there's a good chance of that happening. Coming up, we're going to have our Tuesday trends here, and then we'll be, uh, you know, you know, we're going to have mailbag. If you have anything as far as mailbag stuff goes, 
throw it at us in the Discord. Uh, we got channels for all that shit. Speaking of, join the Discord. It's fun. Talk about hockey and everything else you might want to. If you want to look us up on Twitter, we're at FHF Hockey. Dude, it's been fun. I'll uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow like I do every other day of the week and year. Yeah, man. <laughs> I will talk to you later. I'm going to watch the last eight minutes of this Canucks game. Okay. Have fun with that. All right, guys. We love you. Love you.